Amanda from Ponte's Books back at you with another vocabulary focus. This time we're looking at chapter two. So we've kind of moved on from our focus on chapter one. Now we're looking at some fun facts and vocabulary and things from chapter two. So our word that we are focusing on for today is awful. Or if you're like me and listen to the British audio recording of The Prince and the Pauper, awful is how they uh, pronounce it, at least in the, the audio recording that I listen to, um, but typically awful, um, which we'll get to a commonly known homophone of that in a little bit. So if you can tell by looking at the picture, picture, uh, it is kind of a nasty topic. Essentially, we're talking about animal guts. So if we look at some of the different characteristics of the word definition, um, awful is a noun and it refers to the internal organs of an animal. Uh, also sometimes used just to talk about garbage in general, but most of the time we're talking about guts. And um, some other characteristics to describe it, so they're essentially the leftover parts of an animal after food preparation, but they are still edible. So some examples would be kidney, liver, intestines, sometimes like brain and heart are put into these categories. Um, but the non-examples would be animal muscle and animal bone. Animal muscle is typically what people eat, um, you know, when you're eating a steak or a hamburger. That's, that's typically muscle, um, maybe with a little bit of fat on it, uh, but it's kind of the uh, stuff that comes pretty close right under the skin. Um, and then similarly, bone. Bone is not really considered awful as well, uh, but it's kind of everything else. The stuff that doesn't really fall into one of those two categories. So when we're looking at the word awful, uh, it is, there's a couple different kind of ways to trace it etymologically. Uh, and there's not like a clear path from one to the other. So one kind of track or one way is looking um, just at Old English. Um, so it's a combination of basically the two words off and fall. So to interpret that, we basically are looking at like those are the pieces that would like fall off of the butcher's block as the animal was being prepared for, uh, the, the meat was being prepared for sale. So they would, you know, cut off the muscle uh, and the flesh would kind of go into these nice little packaged pieces that would be used to sell. Uh, and then this would just kind of fall off the butcher's block because it, this is the stuff that's not as wanted. Also, as I kind of hinted at before, uh, there was a homophone for this word, uh, awful, A-W-F-U-L, but although the meanings uh, kind of seem to have somewhat of a relation, uh, there's no connection in the uh, etymology of those words, no connection in the meanings. So then when we look at uh, another kind of way of tracking it, we can look at Middle Dutch uh, and German. And there were a couple other languages as well that have words that kind of are similar to this. So uh, Afval or Abval, not quite sure, not great at my Middle Dutch and German pronunciations. Um, but essentially those, and again, a couple other languages that had these same words, they basically mean garbage or rubbish. So. Again, going back to those original definitions, in the, the, the story, we'll talk about how it connects to the story specifically, but it could mean specifically animal guts or just as a general term for trash or garbage. So um, just a straightforward sentence using it, the butcher prepared the cow meat to sell but set aside the offal. 
So set aside the, the gunk that wasn't necessarily going to sell as well. Uh, and specifically, when we look at where we see this in chapter two, uh, we see it as an introduction of where Tom Canty lives. So the house which Tom's father lived in was a foul little pocket called Awful Court out of Pudding Lane. So the meaning of this word is actually not really connected to understanding the story, like last time Popper. Like if you don't understand what Popper is, you're really going to have a hard time understanding the story, the Prince and the Popper. Whereas you could go through the whole story without understanding what awful means, because the only time we really see it in the story is as the street name that Tom grew up on, Awful Court. So that's where he's from. But I like to point this out because this is a clever thing that Mark Twain does, is he intentionally gives him a name of a street that would be like a really desirable, undesirable name, and nobody would want to live on this street. It's basically Animal Guts Court or Garbage Court. Um, and then same thing if you're looking at this example sentence, pudding is like another kind of slang word for the same thing, for kind of like garbage guts, um, gross stuff. Obviously, pudding itself can be a very good thing as well, but depending on how you're, you're using it, that's also meant to be a play on how foul of a place Tom grew up in. So um, there aren't really any other forms of the word. It's just, just awful um, as, as a noun. But wait, there's more. So if we think about this in kind of a modern day context, awful actually comes up quite a lot in the food world. So it can be, as, as I mentioned before, it is still edible. And in many countries, it's actually um, a delicacy. Like a lot of different places will take those different internal organs of an animal and turn them into a really desirable, often really expensive food. Um, so if you look kind of at the top left here, that's just a snapshot from Andrew Zimmern's website. Um, so he's a pretty famous chef, also known for doing some weird, weird dishes from time to time. So he has a whole kind of search dedicated to all recipes that involve awful. So you can see on there, there's a chopped chicken liver recipe, uh, a beef heart, anticucho. So there are some, a bunch of other recipes on there as well that connect when you look up awful. Uh, also the show Chopped. If you're familiar with the show Chopped, they always have mystery ingredients to include. And oftentimes these include things that are uh, animal intestines, different awful brains, intestines that the chefs need to incorporate into their dishes. Um, and then on the right here, I have some popular awful dishes. Um, again, awful, O-F-F-A-L, but most people, or many people would consider them to not be awful, A-W-F-U-L, tasting, although some would. Uh, so the most popular of which is foie gras, which is popular in France and Europe, uh, and it's basically just fatty liver, but this is actually a pretty controversial one because basically the way that it's made is that ducks uh, are like force-fed corn through like a feeding tube and it causes their liver to like really just get really fat and secrete some, I guess, good tasting juices and it's cooked in that and it's served chilled and it's supposedly, I've never tried it, don't think I ever will, it's supposedly about the consistency of ice cream while you're eating it. Uh, but it's, it's liver, duck liver. So uh, kind of gross, but very expensive and very much considered a delicacy for people, especially in Europe. Um, another one that a lot of people have probably heard of is haggis. 
So haggis is basically a bunch of sheep intestines and other ingredients, um, you know, spices and other general meats and things like that, that are typically cooked inside of an animal's stomach and kind of cooked up and then served in that way. Uh, so that's another one that's pretty, pretty famous, well known. Uh, so there are then some other ones that are listed here too. Uh, tripas, I think is maybe how you would pronounce that. Pig and cow intestines, often as a taco filling, served in Mexico and North America. Kokoric, again, not sure on the pronunciation. Uh, turkey and Asia, it's a small or large intestines grilled over charcoal. So if you ever look at a picture of it, it's kind of just like a skewer with like this intestine kind of weaving in and out of it, and then you just eat it. Uh, and then Kebda Eskandarani, uh, Alexandria, Egypt specifically, is what's known for this dish. And it's fried beef liver with some spicy seasonings in there as well. Uh, and there's a whole bunch of other ones, some better known than others. Um, so chitlins, if you've ever heard of chitlins, uh, that's a, a pretty common um, awful court as, or dish as well. And so there, there's all sorts of them out there. So awful is still very much around. Uh, in The Prince of the Popper, the main thing to know is just it's the name of his street. And Mark Twain did that on purpose to make us know that the street that he grew up on was pretty gross, just like animal guts are often seen as pretty gross. All right, that's all for today.